0: Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday the 15th of March. Today, a fairytale comeback to kick off the AFL season, finally some excitement in the Pakistan Test Series, and the Special K run comes to an end. But first... I won't call it a comeback. I won't call it a return. Frankly, I don't know what to call it. All I know is that it's happening. Tom Brady says he's coming back. This is what he tweeted. This past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field, not in the stands. That time will come. It is not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business for... Tom Brady. Tom Brady, just 41 days after retiring from the NFL, has announced that he's coming out of retirement and will suit up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when the season starts in September this year. Brady, who has won a record seven Super Bowls, has long forecast his ability to play to an age few have ever done. I play because I love the game. I play because I love to compete. You know, we shouldn't stop our life Even though we love something because it's just someone puts an arbitrary timeline on that. And I felt for a long time I could play till I was 45 years old. I think I committed to say, hey, I'm going to play till I'm 45. And wouldn't you know it? Brady will turn 45 in August this year. And while sports fans were understandably pumped about the GOATs' return, there is one individual who's substantially less excited about the news of Brady being back. Just hours before Tom announced he's coming back, one lucky, unlucky person paid over half a million dollars for Brady's last touchdown pass football in an online auction. They won, but now they lost, because now we know it certainly won't be his last touchdown pass. I mean, I guess if Brady somehow manages to go the entire season without throwing a single touchdown pass, that football will still hold its value. Otherwise, it's likely to become the single most unlucky piece of sporting memorabilia ever purchased. Let's be honest. So far, the test series between Australia and Pakistan has been something of a snooze fest. <sighs> this is so boring! The first test was destined to be a draw from day one and the second test, currently being played in Karachi, was heading in a similar direction after Australia batted for the first day and a half, scoring 556 runs before declaring. And now, it's Pakistan's turn to pile on the runs in return. Runner opportunity, this might be out, this one... What were they thinking? What were they doing? Well, hang on a second. On debut, Mitch Swepson sparking some excitement with a run out. Catch it, Goes catch down, it. might be out, yeah. is out. Oh, that's unnecessary. That is a really poor shot, I'm afraid. That is exactly what Australia wanted to happen. Here we go. Cummins again. And there's a nick. Res one it is, playing from the crease. Trapped. Outstanding work from Pat Cummins. That's exactly what he was working on. Oh, we're rolling now. Any chance of a first test wicket for Swepson? Oh, that is just skewed. Long off. Sets himself. Takes the catch. Good captaincy this. A first wicket for Mitchell Swepson. You little beauty. In fact, the Aussies rolled through the Pakistan lineup for just 148 runs, giving them a lead of over 400. Surely we enforce the follow-on and try to keep this wicket fest going, yeah? Peter says no. No, Pat Cummins decided we should bat again, presumably for another day and a half, make our lead somewhere in the vicinity of 1,000 runs, and then watch Pakistan try and block the ball for the final day's play, as we likely endure another draw. On the eve of the new AFL season starting, we are pleased to report the beginnings of a rare sporting fairy tale. Um, I think he took a bounce, I was running back and just hit back up at him. Um, had a nice easy set shot from about 40 out which was good. Sam Doherty, the former Carlton co-captain, 2017 All-Australian and one of the most beloved players at the Blues. is set to complete a remarkable recovery to take the field in Carlton's season opener against Richmond at the MCG on Thursday night, as coach Michael Voss explained to AFL 360. Yes, he will be. Um, So, yeah, incredible story. Oh, sorry. The story, for those of you not aware, is that Doherty underwent chemotherapy late last year after he had a recurrence of testicular cancer that he first underwent surgery Drew for in November of 2020, and it's a bounce back that has left Vossy in awe of the man they call Doc. It really is incredible. Um, you know, at the time he'd lost a, a heap of weight. Um, you know, obviously he was uh, he was in full treatment, and to sort of see his steady progression was quite amazing. And it wasn't all smooth sailing. I mean, he's had some hiccups along the way, but he persisted through it and he kept going. And you know, and, and he's been able to get this body of working in that puts him in a position to do it. I mean, we wouldn't. At any, in any way be putting him out there with uh, with any risk whatsoever. So that just sort of shows how ready he is to to be able to um, play round one. Cancer is a funny way of putting things into perspective, doesn't it? We're definitely going to lose at some point, but we're just having fun. No, play. we're not. OK, sorry. Nick Kyrgios and Thanasi Kokanakis, a.k.a. Special K, blew a fresh wind through the sport of doubles during the Australian Open, and if Nick is to be believed, the good times will keep on rolling at Indian Wells. Except they didn't The party's over, get out Special K went down in the second round at the hands of Sockner A.K.A. American pairing Jack Sock and John Eisner Good feelings all around at the conclusion Of what was a tough match for the Australians Down towards the end And Barry they just couldn't quite muster enough To combat the firepower of these two the Australian Open champions went down in straight sets to the Americans, who summed up the jovial mood on court between the four players during their match after their win. Kind of four good friends playing, right? No, no, it was it's exactly what it was. We all, we all really do get along. It's not just for show. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll go back to the locker room right now and have a good laugh. So it's, uh, it's always fun to play against those guys. But while Nick's doubles tournament is over, his single run continues where he'll take on world number eight Casper Rudd in the third round. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday the 15th of March. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard.